0: Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. I knew a teenager, a teenage guy, and he was dabbling a little bit in drugs, and he was, found himself with a friend in some sand dunes at the back of a beach in Sydney. And uh, suddenly staring up into the stars and the darkness, feeling how lost he was and how aimless and purposeless and meaningless life felt. And uh, yet as he looked up into into the stars, he clearly heard the voice of God say, I love you. And that was me. And that one spoken word that I heard from God changed everything. And that has been a a word that I still refer back to. And Melanie and I have a number of words that we are living by today. Sometimes a word comes from God and it is a life changer. And other times it's just a... A, a good idea to put into practice right now. Sometimes it's a word that requires obedience. But it's interesting when you look through the Bible, when you look at Adam, God called out to Adam, where are you? And that's that's a, a call from God to us at times, where are you? And then we go through all the people in the Bible, all the men and women who are talking about uh, who are in the Bible as as examples to us of faith? They are all people who heard from God. They heard the voice of God. Abram heard God say, "I'm going to make you a great nation. Uh, are you willing to sacrifice your son for me?" Uh, Moses heard God in in out of a burning bush say, "I am. I've heard the the cries of my people. And I want you to do something about it." You go through every person in the Bible They heard the voice of God because the voice of God is the, one, is the number one key feature of a Christian life is that we hear the voice of God and it changes us. We, 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 we go from thinking that life is just about what you can see and hear and touch and taste and experience to a higher level where there's a voice there and it's a voice from heaven. Moses said to the people of Israel as part of the Ten Commandments, You read all the Ten Commandments, and then he said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and obey him, he will put none of the diseases of Egypt on you. Which is interesting. But there's many other times where he says, If you will listen to the voice of the Lord your God. Why is that? Because that is the number one key to get started Whenever you're stuck, you go and find that voice again. Hear that voice again. And I believe God wants to speak to people today. In fact, why don't we just pray? God, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would speak to every person here and give them a word from heaven today, confirming what you've already leading them to, uh, to do or to show them again that they need to listen because something is about to happen. We pray for clarity today as we, as we lean into your word, Lord God, and put things in place that help us to hear you clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord spoke to Joshua. The Lord called Samuel. The Lord said to Elijah, what are you doing here? That's always a good one. Since the beginning of human history, the secret source to uh, a life of faith is the voice of God. What is God saying to you? What's the last thing he said to you? Have you done that yet? What's he saying about today? What's he saying about tomorrow? Jesus said in John ten twenty seven, My sheep, hear my voice and follow me. You know, a voice is very unique. We recognize the voice of someone we know in a crowded room. Oh, is that, that sounds like uh, Helen is here. Yes, that's Helen's laugh. Or you can design a lock on a door that will open only at your voice. And our hearts should be like that. We should have our hearts set up so that the only voice that opens our heart is Jesus' voice. And there's lots of voices in the world. There's lots of voices. We've got our own voice. We've got the devil's voice. We've got... Media and movies and a whole lot of people telling us stuff all the time. And we need to make sure that the only voice that unlocks our heart is that one voice. Jesus says, my sheep will hear my voice. They'll know my voice. That's the voice. When I was on that beach, that voice was a different voice. It was a quiet voice, a powerful voice, and that was the voice that unlocked my heart. That was the only voice that, it was, that I want to unlock my heart ever since. If you go to a foreign country and you don't know how to, how to get around, where to go, you know, when we've been to countries in the world uh, and we don't know where to go, you, you get a map and or a guide, which is best because the Bible is our map. And the Holy Spirit is our guide. Which is best? Both. You want to get the map and have a rough idea of what's going on. But even with a really great map, with things in you that you know to be true, there are times where you need a guide to say, No, that's right. That's the way. Yeah, I know it looks a bit strange, but that's the way to go. The Holy Spirit is our guide. And we always have a choice. Do we follow the voice or do we harden our hearts against the voice? The Bible says in Hebrews 3.15, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. We always have the choice. Go and speak to that person. I don't want to. It's okay. That's what I'd like you to do, but... Solomon in 1 Kings. Solomon was the new replacement king for David and God did a very nasty thing visiting him in a dream and asking him, Solomon, what would you like me to do for you? I'll do anything you like. It's like three wishes, a genie kind of scenario. And it's a dangerous question to ask and it's not fair doing it in a dream when you can't sort of force yourself to do the right thing. And Solomon said... I would like to have an understanding heart. And in 1 Kings three nine, he says... I'm not sure if I gave that to the guys. There you go. Here we go. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people. What a great response. But did you know that that word, if you look up in a concordance, the word for understanding, the first meaning of that word is hearing. Solomon said, give me a hearing heart. And after I heard that voice... On the beach, ever since then, I've been saying, "God, is there anything you want to say to me? Give me a heart that hears you. I want to have ears to hear." Jesus said, at least 12 times that I counted, and there's probably more, "Let him or let them who have ears to hear, let them hear." He knew that there was a whole bunch of people out there listening to him, who, uh, to him who weren't hearing. But those of you who can hear what I'm saying, hear it. The wisest king, Solomon, had a heart that heard. Do you have a heart that hears? Are you listening to God? Romans 8 verse 14. As many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. Now, that word led is in a continuous sense in the, in the verb in the Greek. It's a continuous one. It should say, and some scriptures do say, those who are being led or those who are continuously led by the Spirit. They are the children of God. Oh, yeah, I heard God once, became a Christian, it's great, it's all over, I'm in heaven. No, are you being Led right now, are the decisions that you're making following him, or have you stopped? La 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 la, not going to hear you say that one, Lord. Those who are being led, and the word children refers to a, a grown up child. If you want to be a grown up Christian, you need to be listening to God, being led. Oh, I don't have to think about God today because it's not Sunday. Well, you're not being led just on Sundays, hopefully. We're being led every day. Okay, how will I know if it's really God's voice or it's just my own voice or my feelings or my, uh, some pizza that I had for dinner last night? Because that can influence me, <laughs> it can lead me places. Thank you, Amanda. I laugh too much about that one. Okay, the difference between feelings and God's voice. God's voice will always agree with the Bible. The guide will always agree with the map. The map says that you, there is a, a, a bridge there. The guide says, go over that way. There's no bridge there. Oh, you have to go that way. But the map says there's no bridge. That's not the guide you're listening to if there's no bridge on the map that's a an imposter the holy spirit will always lead people on paths of righteousness that are all clearly laid out in the bible now that doesn't mean as melanie said uh, last week we don't have to be listening we, we don't have to be expecting god to guide us on every tiny little thing you know, should i lean on my left leg more than my right leg to get the message across But there are times where God will say to us, don't do that. That's not right. And uh, sadly, we've seen lots of uh, broken um, marriages because people just stopped letting God use the word to to guide our direction. And they started to think it was, that something else was more important. Number two... The voice of God will disagree with you sometimes. It's a similar thing. The Bible says that, that in, one, in 2 Timothy 3.16, the word of God is good for reproval and correction. And the Holy Spirit, that's the map. The map says the word of God is good for reproval and correction. The Holy Spirit always agrees with the map. The Holy Spirit will sometimes say, that's not right. What you're doing is, is not correct. And our flesh says, well sometimes our flesh disagrees with the bible one of the big issues for people in our generation is that around the age of 18 when uh, kids go to university and suddenly they have a whole lot of opportunities to do things without mum and dad knowing or whatever and they can uh, it can be a stumbling stone where um, sex is seen differently as something that is not going to have any consequences to it and it's not it's going to be fine But that's not what the Bible says. So no matter how good it might feel, the Holy Spirit is saying, don't do it. I disagree with you. And sometimes we have to be able to say, yeah, I need someone to disagree with me. I'm not always going to be thinking the right thoughts. The third thing about God's voice is that it will often push us out of our comfort zone. Whereas we, our own feelings, will always want to be comfortable. You know, I don't want to make a decision, someone else can do it. Uh, I'm, I don't want to do that now. I just feel like I just want to relax for the next 35 weeks. And the Holy Spirit is saying, Come on, get out of that comfort zone, take a step, stop being lazy. It will push us a little bit. Laziness is a good example of an area where our flesh is wanting to dominate our lives. We can just fall into doing things lazily. You know, how many of us are watching YouTube and then we find out, okay, that's been an hour. That's been an hour and a half. What am I still playing this game for at two o'clock in the morning? We're not listening. The voice of God will often require us to be humble, whereas our own feelings will push back and want to demand our own pride and ego is respected, for goodness sake. But sometimes we only get there, where God wants us to go, by bowing down and going under there. And the Holy Spirit will say, well, you just got to let this go. Let them go first. Let them have it. Honour that person even though you don't get on with them. Whatever. The situation might require humility. It's not about us. I had a phone call once from a, a, band, a member of a band and he said to me, we'd really like you to be, we've all agreed that we'd really like you to be our manager. And uh, I said, okay, well, I'll think and pray about that. He said, well, just keep in mind that the managers of bands, many of them, drive Porsches (laughs) he was appealing to something that had nothing to do with God it had all to do with how I might feel how proud I would be how my ego would be so soaring but I had to get humble and listen to what God had to say about it by the way I didn't take the job Our feelings will result in us not trusting God because we, our feelings are going up and down all the time and uh, we get into a tight situation and a, or an anxious sort of situation and our feelings will say, you're anxious, you're anxious, you're anxious, you're anxious, get worried, you're worried, you're worried, you're worried. this is going to be bad, it's going to be bad, it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen. And the voice of God is saying, it's okay, it's all going to be fine, God's in control. You can trust God. God's voice will always lead us towards peace. Our feelings will lead us towards chaos and confusion. And God's voice will always lead us. He's not the author of confusion, it says in 1 Corinthians 14.33. He's not the author of confusion, but of peace. And uh, finally, the, uh, our feelings will tend to make us be motivated by fear. And the voice of God will lead us to faith. So there will be a voice that leads us to believe God and to trust God and to uh, have faith. In fact, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how do you get faith? By hearing the word of God. Because when I heard that voice out of the sky in the night, I thought, that's God. I believe in God. Faith came through hearing. And it says here uh, that uh, if you don't have faith, you can get it. You can get more faith by hearing God more. There are two words, Greek words in the Bible that are translated as word. And when it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the word is not logos, which is uh, the logos is the word of God. The, the, it's, logos is the eternal, established, divine, unchanging counsel, forever settled in heaven. That's the logos of God. That's the word of God that is. Jesus is the logos of God. But this word, faith comes by hearing God's voice, and the voice, the word there is rhema. And rhema is the now word. It's interesting the prophecy that Melanie had this morning. Rama is a word that is spoken right for now. Because voices, immediate voices are for now. If a mum says to a child, get off the road now. Or get in the car now. Any sort of delay could cause a problem. And a rhema is relevant for now. And then if you leave it for too long, the door closes. So sometimes God will say to one person, do this. But then a few weeks later, the opportunity's gone. We need to be listening. Faith comes by hearing that now voice. And God says, I want you right now to repent. I want you right now to stop. There's no, nothing written in the Bible about that specific situation. It's just the now voice. It's not the, the all eternal logos ever settled in heaven that you will never, ever do that. It's just for right now, you don't do it. You don't move to Sydney or whatever it is. And then another voice comes a little while later and says, now's the time to move to Sydney or whatever. We experience that as we have moved around ourselves. Look at uh, Matthew 4 verse 4. It's more of a teach than a preach today. I hope you're getting some download of God's direction here. It says here man Jesus was talking to the devil and Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every rema every now word that is proceeding from the mouth of God. It's a present tense. What is the word that God is saying to you now? And if God says to me, I want you to go in that cafe situation and talk to the owner, spend a bit of time talking to him, he wants me to do it right now. It's a now word. And we do not live by bread alone. Bread is something that keeps us alive. It represents food that that gives us sustenance, that nurtures our body. Well, if you want that in your spirit, then you need to live by the now words that God is saying. Go and help your mother. Go and do your homework. (laughs) All the parents said, amen. (laughs) A direct personal relationship will give us now words. Yesterday I had a now word. I was driving the car home from Sydney. We've been to someone's party. And I, I, I was yawning. And I, I sort of caught myself, you know, when you suddenly sort of, you, your eyes are open, but then you suddenly realize, okay, here I am I'm driving the road and I've missed the last hundred meters. What do you think the now word was? God said, let Melanie drive. And what did I do? Ignored it. Just a bit like, I'm fine. Started pinching hairs on my leg. Ah, oh. You know why I did that? Just stay awake. And then the now word came again. What are you doing, you idiot? He didn't say that. He loves me. I felt that. Let Melanie drive. So I took a break, pulled over. How many times do we say to each other, you know, God has been telling me to do this and I didn't do it. And now if I'd done it, That's the now word. Look at this prayer that uh, Jesus prays. It's Isaiah 50 verses 4 to 7. We're jumping ahead a little bit, team. Isaiah 50 refers to Jesus turning his back, on, uh, allowing people to hit his back and so on. But before then, this is a great picture of how Jesus prayed every morning, the Lord's Prayer is one way. This is another way. Listen to this. The sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom, so that I know how to comfort the weary. Morning by morning, he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. How do you get the word how do you get to hear God's voice? Spend time letting God open our understanding. Verse 5: The sovereign Lord has spoken to me. And I have listened. I have not rebelled or turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mockery and spitting. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone determined to do his will. You will know the will of God if you can hear his voice. And it will become clearer to you. We don't have to wait for some uh, other person to come in and say, oh, this is what God wants you to do, because we will know. And the intention of God is for each of us to have a personal, direct phone line. And if someone comes in and says, this is what God told me to tell you to do, it should be just confirming what you already knew, because you're hearing from God. And perhaps we need to spend time in the morning just listening to God, letting Him open our understanding and hearing His voice. Let's right now close our eyes and at any time, you can simply say this prayer to God. God, what do you want to say to me right now? Why don't you just do that right now? It won't be everyone, but some of you will have a thought pop into your head that did not come from you. It's not out of your thinking. It's out of God's mind, God's voice. God, what do you want to say to me right now? God hasn't got a specific direction to you. He's most likely to say, I love you. You're my child. I made you. I'm so thrilled with you. I love you so much. And while every eye is closed, if you're someone here today and you've never allowed God to speak to you or if you've never turned your ear toward him or if you've never invited him into your own heart why don't you make today a time like I did where you allow him to speak you don't stop now don't stop today you allow him to speak tomorrow you allow him to speak in the middle of that argument with someone God what do you want me to do in the middle of that conversation with someone, in the middle of a meeting, in the middle of your driving, in the middle of whatever you're doing, God, what do you want to say to me right now? Speak to me, Lord. And faith will grow as you hear the spoken now word of the living God. You might be saying, I want you to stop. You stop doing that. I want you to change direction. No, I want you to push harder. I want you to relax. I can't tell you what God has got for just for you right now, but I know that He can tell you. If you have ears to hear, I pray that you would hear. For those of you who don't know Christ, pray this prayer after me if you wish to receive him today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your great love. I'm sorry for locking you out of my life. I'm sorry for my sin. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for me to take my sin. Please take my sin. Please forgive me. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au